It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. It's the one is now. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. We are listening to all sorts of stuff I've never heard before. Thanks for the, the lessons, as always. Well, reach one, teach one, man. <laughs> oh, you, should, you should always walk away smarter from having an engagement with someone. Uh, hey, that's a great, great it, piece of advice. Yeah, I don't, you should learn something new from each engagement. I love that. Rajiv Seabrook, bestowing wisdom upon us all here on this Friday. It's Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Appreciate you for tuning in. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. we got to roll through these so we can get them all in. Let's start with the team that's in the Electric City tonight, Missoula Sentinel, playing Woo! at Great Falls High. Here's Dane Oliver. Garden City Spotlight continues. We're joined now by Dane Oliver, the head coach of Missoula Sentinel. The Spartans into the Class AA playoffs. They play at Great Falls High on Friday night. Coach Oliver, I haven't talked to you in a little while, man. How you doing? How you been? Yeah, we're doing good. Just, you know, made it to the end of the year and a lot of challenges this year. But uh, kids, is, you know, I thought last Friday night against a great Glacier team, we played extremely well and, uh, excited to get ready for some playoff football. Well, you talk about some of the challenges. I know you guys have had, uh, you've been pretty banged up, and I know that's always a, a tough thing to mitigate. So how, how do you think you guys have uh, dealt with it, and, and maybe who or what has helped you sort of rise to the occasion? Well, it's, it's just a new challenge every week in high school. It's just kind of been one of those years where it seems like, you know, great kids uh, work their work their tails off all year, and then we get a season-long inju- uh, injury that kind of ends the career. So, uh, seemed like the beginning of the year was the, the big boys up front, but O-line, D-line, and now it seems to hit us on the skill side. So, you know, we've been starting a sophomore quarterback in Rudy Hess, and uh, he came in a hell in a high game, gave us a little spark. He's pretty dynamic with his feet, and kids have rallied around him and played Danny Sermon a little bit at quarterback, and uh, kids are just battling, finding a way. And like I said, we were clearly outmatched the Glacier, and we're up 17-7 in the third quarter. I'm thinking, oh, these kids are they're playing their tails off. So, just, just proud of them, and uh, that's kind of the way the game of football goes. Have to overcome adversity, and we've been doing that. And uh, nobody cares. I've learned, right? Nobody cares how many injuries you have. They just want to see a good product on the field. And so, looking forward to, to trying to do that this Friday night. Well, it certainly was a, a wild race in the West. I mean, what do you think are the contributing factors to this thing coming all the way down the wire? Because I mean, five teams in the West were still in the mix for uh, top seeds uh, in, into the last week of the regular season. Yeah, I think it shows the parity in the West, especially, you know, uh, separation from first to, to even sixth was, was not very not very big. Uh, I thought Big Sky uh, ended up the sixth seed, and they, they almost beat Helena High last week. So it's a competitive league, and, you know, it comes down to one game now, and uh, that gives kids hope and excitement for, for uh, playoff football. Dan Oliver here on Nuanas Now. It's our Garden City Spotlight. Missoula Sentinel at Great Falls High on Friday night. And, uh, Coach, we've gotten the weather updates from Missoula, Billings, and Helena so far. What's it going to be like up there in the Electric City on Friday night? Not surprisingly, it's gonna, the wind's going to blow there, Coach. <laughs> so, uh, 
uh, you know, that's just kind of, they hang their hat on that. So yeah, I, I, you know, anywhere from two degrees, uh, is the nighttime low. And so it'll probably be about 10 degrees with the wind blowing. So that'll be a, a new experience for all of us, um, this early in the playoffs, but and that can make for some ugly football. But, you know, like I said, uh, you go out there, you put your best foot forward and see where you end up. Well, Great Falls High won a slugfest uh, to get that, uh, to secure the home game. Uh, they beat uh, Crosstown rival CMR last week to 7 to nothing. took the opening kick of the second half back for a touchdown, and that was it. That was the only scoring going on in the Electric City last week. Uh, so great effort by them to get the four seed. Uh, when you turn the film on, what do you see out of the Bison? Yeah, you know, I think we we played the Bison in the playoffs before. They're a tough, gritty team. Those kids seem to to play with an edge and physical on on the offensive and de- defensive lines. And so we know we're in a physical battle. And then you add the cold to it, and it can hurt a little bit more when you when you go to tackle somebody or block somebody. So we're going to have to be gritty and tough. And I've we've seen that out of this team. Um, and it, it'll probably it'll probably be a tight game when, when you add the elements into it. Uh, really doesn't turn into a blowout because the kicking game gets involved. So, hey, we're just we're gonna we got a lot of kids out for football. We're excited to go up there and uh, we're gonna suit everybody up who stayed with us all through the playoffs and and it should be a it should be a fun night. Great experience they'll remember. Well, that, that's a such a cool part about the playoffs because you can't you can move some guys up and you know maybe they they get a letter when they're a younger guy and that's always a meaningful moment when you're a 14, 15 year old kid. So, I mean, that part about the coaching game you must love that part. Yeah, I think we, we always invite 15 to 20 freshmen, and um, they've joined us this week, and we kind of moved to more of a college-based practice with scout teams and different colored jerseys, and it adds a little, uh, takes away the monotony and and keeps things fresh, and so I've seen the kind of rejuvenated effort out of the kids, and you know a lot of kids are excited about Sentinel football, and uh, we still we still got to put 11 good guys on the field and, and have a good product, and uh, nothing they've done this week tells me we're not going to do that. They, they've been awesome, and, and they've been excited. Now we head out to our first cold practice, so I'll let you know after this how, how excited we are. But uh, we, we've, been, we've got a great group this year. Well, got to love it. Just two more things for you. Then, uh, Just keys uh, in this matchup. What are some of the keys that you're looking at just in terms of ones you gotta you got to win in this one? Well, I, I think it's pretty simple. We, you got to hold on to the football. This will be the, probably the first time these guys have played live tackle football when it's, it's 10 degrees out. And so, you know, it lends to letting go of the ball a little bit more and then uh, controlling field position. You get that wind in your face. I don't care if you got Tom Brady at quarterback. It's hard to move the ball. So we're going to have to settle into whatever type of game uh, is in front of us. And we like to be able to play a lot of different styles and um but taking care of the football and, and winning the field position will be big. Well, last thing for you then, I've asked every coach so far of this, and I think that the part that's so great about the playoffs is, first of all, I, I do think this bad weather is going to be a sort of even the playing field across the board. So I think it's going to be hard to score points no matter where you're at, no matter what classification you're at. But there's also just the element of now, it, why not us? You know, I mean, everybody is in this yeah. thing to, to make a run at it. So, I mean, how do you sort of instill that confidence in your guys? Well, I think it goes back to your body of work throughout the year, and I think last week's game against Glacier, who's got a ton of guys playing at the next level, and and, and we we got some breaks without a without a doubt. But um, I think that gave them confidence, like we can get in a physical battle because they were I, I saw some some grown men football up there last Friday night. So from that experience, it leads that confidence, and then just their practice habits throughout the week and the way they're preparing and watching film and lunch meetings. Uh, that gives you the confidence to go out there and be successful and give yourself a shot. 
Garden City Spotlight, Dane Oliver joining us, the head coach of Missoula Sentinel. They're at Great Falls High Friday night. Coach O, thanks so much for being here, man, and best of luck. Sounds good, Colder. Good talking to you. Garden City Spotlight is presented in part by Missoula Electric Co-op for 87 years. MEC has proudly served power to thousands of loyal members across western Montana and Idaho. Let's keep it on the double A. Playoffs are here. How fun is this? It's our Garden City Spotlight. We got a variety of teams from Missoula in the playoffs, including two at the double-A level, Missoula Big Sky, Missoula Sentinel, both into the field, as is Missoula Loyola. They're in the Class B playoffs. They play on the road at Shepherd Sentinel on the road at Great Falls. And we're joined now by the head coach of Missoula Big Sky to help us preview the Eagles matchup against Billings West. Matt Johnson here on Nuanas Now. Coach Johnson, thanks so much for joining us, Matt. First of all, just tell us, I mean, a great time of year. When you get to the playoffs, it's always a great accomplishment by your team. How are you guys feeling? What do you guys think of being in the playoff field? You know, we're super excited for the opportunity, and it's always a goal at the beginning of the season to get to this point in time. And, uh, you know, but what we've asked our kids and talked about, you know, as a program is we don't want to just get there. We want to do something when we get there. So um, even though it's, you know, look at it how you will like where we're at and how we got here is one thing but we're here and I feel like we're we're still playing our best football each week we've taken a good positive step forward and um we're super opportunistic about the outcome of going over to Billings Friday well the the west this year I mean talk about trial by fire everybody I mean, if you did a round robin of who beat who, <laughs> crazy. I mean, five out of the six teams that made the playoffs were still in the mix for the number one seed all the way to the last weekend of the season. So just playing in the Western AA this year, how much do you think that just hardened your team and got you prepared for this playoffs? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, went through the, the gauntlet along the way, and we had, you know, a lot of injuries along the way. So we had a lot of different kids that had to step up and play at different times. And all of it really is a test for you to when you get to this time of year. Um, and just help prepare you for it. So feel like our, our kids and our team have, have grown with it. And, um, you know, we've seen it. We've, we've been through the gauntlet. We've seen teams with ginormous kids and teams with a lot of speed. And um, so feel like, we're you know, we're in a good spot, and it helps prepare you for this time of year. Well, uh, a good effort last week against Helena High, and they're certainly one of the uh, the best, uh, the hottest teams in the state right now. Hard to say who's the best because I think it's pretty even across the board with pretty much all the uh, the playoff qualifiers this year. But I mean, what did you like about your team's performance uh, in Helena last week? You know, really thought it was our best four quarter performance. Um, I thought our kids really from start to finish were were flying around, playing physical. <clears throat> we gave ourselves um, a multiple opportunities to win that game. And, um, you know, we just couldn't get out of our own way. And a couple times, you know, some self-induced pain. But um, I thought we learned a lot about our team. And I, I really liked how how tough we really played all the way to the end. And, um, we you know, we didn't make it easy for them. Uh, we gave them a couple easy easier opportunities. And they couldn't get anything out of it. So, Really proud of our our overall effort there. Matt Johnson, Missoula Big Sky here on Nuanas Now. It's our Garden City Spotlight, highlighting a variety of teams from Missoula that are on their way to the playoffs in various classifications uh, in the state of Montana. Big Sky plays at Billings West in the first round 
uh, of the AA playoffs. So, uh, Coach, uh, it's strange now. We only get a couple crossovers with the East now with this new scheduling. And uh, so we monitored West, certainly, but didn't get much of a chance to see them in person. So kind of a mystery from our side of things. What do you see when you turn on the film? What do you think of just uh, the Golden Bears in general? Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they remind me of a couple of the teams from the West. Uh, they they got good size. They're big. They got some pretty good skilled kids. Um, I feel like defensively, to me watching them, their defense looks like their strength. Um, in some in some ways, kind of reminds me of Helena, just a little bit bigger. Uh, they, shoot, they got a sophomore that's like six four, two forty, and and he's a dude. He's gonna be he's gonna be a big time player as he gets older. But um, you know, when I when I look at it, if we can repeat our performance from Helena from last week, I think we can find ourselves in this game. And if we, like I tell our kids every week, if you give yourself a chance in the fourth quarter, we'll get it. We'll get this one. And so I, I think we can do that. So many challenges with the playoffs, but, uh, I mean, it's going to be cold weather. I know you guys embrace that sort of stuff. So what do you think of just that element? I think it's, I think you said it's supposed to be about 10 degrees at kickoff. That sounds pretty good for Big Sky. Yeah, heck, we'll take it, man. I, I love it. I love the, the weather and the elements. And uh, the more the more intense it is, I, I don't know, I feel like we embrace it and, uh, we always say it's big sky weather. Uh, whatever it's going to be, we'll take it. And, you know, we can't control it. We know that. And so we're, we just focus on the things we can control. And, um, you know, I, like I told our kids, I don't want to see one person on the sideline acting like they're cold. Go out there, you embrace it, you know, dress appropriate, and let's get focused on the game. Well, it's like uh, Mike Kramer used to always say, there's no such thing as bad weather, just stupid people. So <laughs> just dress yep. good and you'll be all good. Uh, last thing for you, then, uh, just keys for you guys, if you're going to go over to Billings and get a win? Well, we got to be able to run the football efficiently and effectively. Um, it, it's got to be our, our base stuff has got to be able to go when we need it. Uh, we we got to be able to complete our passes down the field. Um, we missed a few last week. We got to be able to hit on those. And really, I think it comes down to for us to beat them. We got to we got to tackle first guy there has got to be able to make tackle. We got to we got to win the turnover battle, and we got to we got to get some big plays. We need we need our best players to step up and when it's time to make a big play for us. Garden City Spotlight, Missoula Big Sky at Billings West Friday night. Coach Johnson, Matt Johnson, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Coach, appreciate the time, man, and go get them on Friday. Best of luck. Thanks, Coulter. Always appreciate it. The Garden City Spotlight, probably presented by Montana Educators Credit Union. You don't have to be a teacher to be part of the MECU. Membership is open to all residents of Missoula, Granite, Lake, Mineral, Ravalli, and Sanders Counties. MECU is big enough to provide you with the same consumer products as larger institutions, but small enough to know your specific needs. MECU invested in our community, supporting projects like Missoula County High School Golf and the Jaden Fred Foundation switch to MECU today. One of the best times of the year. It's playoff football all around the state of Montana, and Saturday you got a full slate of Class B playoffs. Just a reminder, no buys in Class B. So you got 16 teams, 
and you got to have a whole free-for-all before we get to the state championship. you got to have to win a whole bunch of games to get all the way to the state title game. We're joined now by Todd Hughes. He's the head coach of the Missoula Loyola Sacred Heart Rams. They went all the way to the state title game a year ago. Coach, thanks so much for joining us, man. First of all, just take us through the stretch run of your season. I know you guys got tested several times down the stretch, and you had to play the top-ranked team in the state in Florence in the season finale. So uh, what do you think of just the way that your guys have been playing over these last couple weeks? Oh, I was super proud of them. I mean, we've we got we've been bitten by the injury bug pretty bad this season, and and it's you know it's it's just a testament to the kids, the strength of the kids that we do you know that are not. I mean, and they were serious injuries too, kids that you know season-ending stuff. So it uh, we played Florence hard for two and a half quarters, and you lose two more in that game, and not saying that it would have turned out differently because Florence is a, a really good football team, but. My kids played out hard. I told them before the game was over, the honor was in the fight, and they, they took it to heart, and they did that. And so I was, I've was i been really, really proud of them because week in and week out, we're moving bodies around in different spots and just kind of um, doing th- that kind of thing that you have to do to prepare yourself. And they bought into it 110%, and they're doing everything that they possibly can. It's just, it's you know, it gets frustrating a little bit. And I know it's frustrating to them, too, because we've got a really good squad. As you see in our first games, I mean, we beat some of the top-ranked teams that are up there still right now. You know, now it's a new season started, and the weather's going to change for us, and it's going to get super fun. Well, it always is super fun when it gets to be this time of year. I know that... uh... One of the big injuries you guys have is your quarterback. I, I talked to Aiden Rounds, old man, and it's just such a disappointing way for that thing to end. But, I mean, Jack Clevenger, a great athlete there uh, and was a great basketball player too. So how do you think he's done since taking over as your quarterback? I thought he did a great job. You know, at the beginning of the year, we kind of repped both of them because both kids brought a lot to the table in their own right. They were both um, individuals, but they they played it, you know, differently. You know, Jack is extraordinary athletic speed-wise, um, so he kind of gave us that part of it. Aiden was a he was our true leader of our team. He was throwing the ball exceptionally well. He knows our offense inside out. The kid's been um, starting as a sophomore. And so he, got, he he understood the offense, where the balls needed the ball needed to be. I mean, he, best year yet. He threw the ball for thirteen hundred and thirty three yards, I think, is what his total was this season. Sixty two percent completion. So he was definitely by far, you know, he he emerged as the the starter. Um, but because we played that with Jack, you know, Jack stepped in there, you know, after Aiden went down and finished the game against Anaconda, and he played very very well against, um, you know arguably the best, well, the number one team in the state on Friday night. I was not disappointed in his play at all. So, that being said, you know, he's he's got four more to get, get through, and uh, I got all the confidence in the world in him. Todd Hughes doing it. us here on Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. Zoloyola into the Class B playoffs, playing at Shepard on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Coach, let's, let's talk about Shepard then. I mean, the big headline from out of Shepard this year was was their big running back running for 500-something yards a couple weeks ago. So you know that they like to run the ball. So what do you see when you turn on the film? 
Well, I'd, I'd see the wind blowing. We were there last year. <laughs> I think it blew like 65 miles an hour. So um, I know why they run the ball a lot. They can't, right. can't throw. I First play game I've ever watched a ball go float through the air um, like a balloon. So um, I know that they run three back set, you know, same stuff they did a year ago. Kids are just, you know, they're a little bit older. They got an outstanding um, couple of running backs, actually. Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, weather's only supposed to be about 10 mile an hour winds but it's only supposed to be about 23 degrees so it should be a ground and pound both sides of the ball it'll come down to defense just like it did a year ago um you know what how who's going to bow up when they need to bow up they're going to gain their yards i mean that they do do that they had 560 some yards two weeks ago against Huntley project so um we're going to have to bow up defensively and and uh um, keep them out of the, you know, keep them between the 20s and bow up when we get down inside that 20-yard line and not let them score. You know, they they just keep doing what they do over and over and over until they pop. Well, when it comes to this playing on the road, I mean, you guys had three road wins last year in the playoffs. I mean, is that something that translates into this year? I mean, can you can you take any of that that you learned last year into this, this playoffs? Oh, I think so. My kids, I mean, for for whatever reason, scheduling purposes wise, we've traveled a lot. I think last year we we logged 3,416 miles last year traveling. So these kids are, I mean, and then our preseason this year, we travel very, very well. We got a great fan base. They, you know, we have parent buses that come, kid buses. So we travel very well. Um, Our kids are used to it, um, that portion of it, you know, and then when you add in that you know the the starters that we have the seniors that we have most of them were on state basketball championships so they they understand the the magnitude and the the significance of what we're doing right now um you know it's four weeks whether or not we can repeat what we did a year ago um was very 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 special a year ago was probably one of the most fulfilling seasons i've ever coached um whether or not we can repeat that, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll kind of wait to see how the cards fall out in the next couple. You know, obviously we got to get through Saturday first before we worry about the next set of cards. Well, I also wanted to ask you just to, uh, about your great running back, Talon Reynolds, because I know that he's had a, a, another good year. He's had a great high school career, and uh, I gather that a lot of people around the state are following just because he's going to the Grizz, just like his old man Chase did. No, Chase is helping you out there as well. But that also has to give uh, you know a young quarterback like Clevenger a little bit of confidence in knowing he has a little bit of security blanket right there next to him it does you know it, i mean it'd give anybody um in their right mind but we got a lot of good guys yeah. and you know that's one of the things i was super you know his his actual yardage was down a little bit this year but but i told you we i mean earlier we threw the ball for 1333 yards this year so 1400 yards i think and that was you know, that was double from a year ago and so we've got the ball over through probably six different receivers and so we've got um a little bit more dynamic when it comes to offense so it's not all on Talon's shoulders. I mean, last year, I, it was hard for me to look at his mom and dad without thinking that they were going to turn me into child protective services because I ran the kids so much. But, um, you know, he, he is the obviously um, the last, I don't know if you watch, you know, the last couple games, he's really turned it up. It's like he understands where we're at, what the magnitude is. And I don't know, Friday night when he played against Florence, 
he, he would get hit and he'd lean and he'd gain four more yards. So he understands where we're at. I mean, that comes from the, his dad and, and you know, the, the success that he had and the experience that he's passing down and so on and so forth. So it is definitely a security blanket, but he also knows that he can't do it all on his own self either. So hopefully we can spread it around a little bit and make us not one-dimensional. Last year we were kind of one-dimensional. Todd Hughes here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio is the head coach of Missoula Loyola. They're heading to Shepherd Saturday afternoon for the Class B playoffs. Coach, last thing for you then, uh, just keys of the game for you guys on Saturday? Well, stop the run. For me, it's just, just keep my old body warm. <laughs> it's going to be cold. Um, but no, um, with no joking aside, we got to, you know, we got to be able to play defense. I mean, ultimately, if anybody plays long enough football in the state of Montana, uh, you know, I was a D coordinator for 28 years before I ever became a head football coach for 25 years. And and defense is what wins championships football, especially in the state of Montana, is you've got to be able to stop the run. you got to be able to, because that's what happens on games where it's, you know, windy and it's raining and it's it's blowing sideways snow and, and so on. So it's going to come down who can run the ball and who can stop the run. And that's that's just the real, the real fact of, of Montana football when it comes to you know November play. It's the best time of year. We can't wait for it. Coach, appreciate the time, man. Travel safe on Saturday and best of luck. Thanks, Coulter. I appreciate you, man. Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do? We don't cut diamonds, <laughs> okay, yeah. but we can facilitate that. <laughs> right. It's unique that we cast our own metal, we grow our own models, we hand carve, as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits of what we had previously thought was impossible. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, happy Friday. You got all sorts of deep cuts today. Hey, man. Got got The steamer trunk has hidden panels, man. I got to tell you, I did not anticipate Rajin being here. I'm so glad he's here. It's fun to kick it. Uh, I have so much of the show already pre-recorded because I thought he was going to be in Great Falls because that's where Sentinel's at tonight. Uh, but I'm glad he's here. And here we are. And he'll hey. be coming to you tomorrow morning as well mm-hmm. uh, ESPN College Game Day. But we got to roll on some laughs. Okay, I've been waiting to tell you this story all week. Ooh. I'm going to tell you this story about how, in a roundabout way, Michael Jackson and the Jackson brothers created Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Interesting. Go on. <laughs> so the... New England Patriots were owned by the Sullivan family for uh, the duration of their existence. They came about in like the early 1970s, I think is when they uh, first, uh, no, excuse me, 1959 was when the Boston Patriots became a thing. And then after the AFL-NFL merger in the 1970s, they became the New England Patriots. Anyways, the, uh, in 1984, the Sullivans were going bankrupt, basically. They weren't making any money on the Patriots. In the meantime, Michael Jackson has his famous Motown 25th anniversary performance where he moonwalks for the first time. Oh, yeah. Never forget. And then they drop Thriller, and then he decides to go on tour with his brothers, the Victory Tour, which is famous. Yes. Went all across the world. Well, 
in order to salvage their bankruptcy, the Sullivan family went all in on to try to get the victory tour. And they made this huge bid that they were going to get the Jacksons to play at the stadium 10 days in a row. But the way that the the whole thing got all over leveraged, they ended up losing all their money and went bankrupt. And they had to sell the Patriots. And Robert Kraft bought the Patriots because of that. And then Robert Kraft fires the coach, hires Bill Belichick. Ten years later, they draft Tom Brady. Michael Jackson created Tom Brady. You're 100%. Welcome. You're welcome. 100%. Well, at least he has one thing <laughs> in his legacy that isn't disgusting. <laughs> Gosh, your hate for Tom Brady is just un- unmatched. I'm actually like, you know what? Tom Brady hasn't been around, so I'm not like hating on him now. You're not. He's uh, just you're not, not. You're not exhausted by it. I just don't like the over promotion. For instance, I love Travis Kelsey, and I'm worried I'm going to get really annoyed soon with all this craziness. <laughs> Check out those sports here on ESPN Radio. <laughs> Carolyn joined us in studio. Uh, well, you're right. Tom Brady hasn't been a part of nothing for a little while, so uh, he hasn't been nearly the fodder. Your favorite guy, though, James Harden. The NBA started on Tuesday. Yeah. Guess who hasn't been showing up for work? Oh, shocker. <laughs> But still getting paid billions of dollars. One of our loyal listeners was like, you know, I really like when Carolyn calls these NBA guys out because it really actually is quite ridiculous when you think about it. And it is. It is ridiculous to be making $50 million a year and not yeah. for nothing. There's a lot of people who actually work out there that yes. deserve $50 million a year. I mean, every person listening to the show combined probably doesn't make $50 million a year. Right. And they all deserve <laughs> it. James Harden should give them his money. Oh, man. Crazy. Uh, well, Steph Curry also yeah, is set to be the uh, $50 million player Yeah, but he year. plays. He plays. He, he shows up. He plays well. He's got yep. a good attitude. Yep. He's a good dad. Yep. I'm down with that. All right. Uh, well, what do you got? You got NBA stuff? What do you got for us? I today? got a lot of stuff All today. Right. All right. Um, you know, sports is, is interesting to me because people get really passionate about their teams. And, yes. and people get passionate about teams of schools they didn't even go to. Take, for instance, Connor Stallions, who didn't even go to University of Michigan. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. This is the Michigan... Oh, the, the, the spy. The spy. He works for University of Michigan. He's not even like... I mean, he's a he's on the coaching staff, or he's on the football staff. Right. He has paid thousands and thousands of dollars for, for tickets to other... For other Big Ten teams, for people to go and steal their signs. So yes. they sit up behind the home, whatever it's called. It's yes. not home plate, but what is it on? The sideline. The sideline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he has them video. Yeah. He wrote a 600-page manifesto on how he was going to lead University of Michigan eventually, football. That's not normal. It's definitely not normal. Like The obsession with college football and people's obsession with their teams, but also like their um, injection of Ownership is so weird. Yeah. Like, he didn't even, he, he claims he got into University of Michigan and was maybe going to play football there, but chose to go to Annapolis because Bill Belichick went there okay. and someone else, I can't remember who. Okay. So he chose to go there. Then he became, he went into the Navy and was a kind of high up in the Navy. Yeah, right. And then went to work for University of Michigan and, I mean, obsession. It's so strange. Yeah. This whole story is so strange because to think that there's not people stealing signs on the sidelines at all times is 
naive. Right. Because anyone can do this. But I this mean, guy just has been videotaping him. He'd be like covertly like videotaping the signs. Also which- um, sent people Venmo payment. So it would be like... Um, Georgia game in the comments or whatever. Not yes. even just like, you know, pizza or whatever. <laughs> like, and his, and his Venmo was public. So then when they were doing the investigation, they found all these, he was paying money out of his own pocket. And it's not like he made a ton of money. He's not like a head coach making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Right. It's wild. So it's totally what, wild. Okay, so the, it's against the rules, the NCAA rules. Yes. There's no, like, criminal charges or anything, right? Or is there? I mean, I don't know. That could get weird because there's, like, I mean, it just depends on if videotaping people against. Sorry, I thought I had my phone on silent. It depends on if videotaping people against uh, without their permission is illegal in the state you're doing it at. That right. Could, that could be a federal crime. I'm okay. not sure. Well, this is, um, I think he might need to have a mental welfare check because this is like obsession beyond. It's so strange how obsessed people get with it's college football is like the the worst of this. Do you think it's simply a crazy fan? Do you think it's he's putting money on the games? Like what do you Well then there's like the whole thought that maybe he's tied into the program and like that he's doing this on behalf of Jim Harbaugh and his coaching staff. Well that was and, my next question. Do you think he's like on staff he's in some on capacity, staff. Yeah. right? But yeah, I, don't, I don't know. He has been obsessed, but he's been obsessed with Michigan his whole life. So I'm not sure if it's just an obsession gone, you yeah. know, spiraling. It's so weird. I I can't imagine caring about anything as much as these people <laughs> care about this stuff. I mean, like besides like your family and like your right. life and stuff. But right, I don't know. It's a it's a very weird thing. It's a very weird obsession to me. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds. Um, yeah, that's just so strange. <laughs> Well, it's like my sister-in-law always posts on social media the first day of college football. She says, welcome to the time of year where uh, millions of people across America let teenage boys ruin their mental well-being. Right. It's like these are just kids playing football. I I don't know. know why it's such a huge... I mean, I get why it's a huge deal, but it's also, I don't know, the... The like win at all costs thing is really unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. It's like, I mean, I, I love that sports can bring people together and the camaraderie and all of those things, especially right now, we need it more than ever, you know, but like, this is cuckoo. <laughs> totally. Check out those words here on ESPN radio presented by Aspen sound. I don't know if you noticed, but, uh, it's winter. Boom. Look at that. Uh, you need an automatic car starter. I promise you it's, Good for your car's uh, health and well-being, but also just good for you in the mornings when it's freezing like this. There's nothing better really than on a cold better. morning having your car warmed up and ready for you. For sure. 100%. It is the best. Uh, go check out Aspen Sound. They can get an automatic car started going for you, but make sure to call them and get on the list because they're certainly busy this time of year getting them installed all over the place. All right, what else you got? Have you ever heard of a rapper named Blueface? No, I have not. Me neither, but um, apparently... What would your rapper name be? <laughs> Freckleface? Freckleface. Little Freckles? Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Bowl cut Bukta. Shut up. <laughs> oh my God, I do not have a bowl cut. Oh, it's so funny. So rude. It's so funny. I'll just call you cue ball. <laughs> God, I was looking at my head on TV the other day. I was like, man, what a big bald head that is Look, up there. As as an aside on that, you told me last night that sometimes people message really rude things. Oh, yeah. And anyone listening right now, <laughs> if you do that, you can just 
Zip it. It's rude, and I don't like it, and yeah. I bet you don't look so great yourself. <laughs> Thank you for standing up for us. I got really mad last night when uh, you texted that to uh, me. That's good. Uh, all right, what else we got? Okay, so rapper Blueface. Blueface. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. But I have now, thanks to this. Okay. He came to the Rams game last weekend, and he brought a bunch of strippers with him. Oh, boy. Now... It's not a big deal if you want to bring, if that's someone, what that, that person does for a living, it's fine. If sure. that, if they're, you know, a dancer. Yes. However, they began to strip at the game. Whoa. And he was like. like in the box? Yes. And Whoa. I mean, they kept their clothes mostly on, but like they had G-strings and he was like making it rain dollar bills all over them. <laughs> at the, at at the game. game. So. Oh man. Matt Stafford's wife was not happy and she went off about it. And at first I was like, easy, Matt Stafford's Man. wife. And then I realized what I saw pictures and I was like, yeah, this is gross. Wow. Like take it to the club. That's fine. But a football game should be kind of more family event. So weird. And, um, so I'm not sure if Blueface will be back to the Rams. Yeah. I don't, that, that's, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. The, I know you're kind of blushing. The, uh, the making it rain thing is just like, what a weird thing to right. want to do. By the way, what a waste of money. Like Pac-Man Jones, who used to play in the NFL and was very, uh, he he got a lot of trouble. But his thing used to be he would he'd fill up his a backpack with like tens of thousands of dollars of cash, and then go to the clubs and just make it rain. That was his thing. He's, okay. I just don't get the appeal. Like, why do you want to just throw your money right. around? It's a show. It's a, it's a like, show off. how much money I have? Yeah, basically. Like, I have so much money that I just throw it around. Well, you want to know how you have a lot of money and then don't have a lot of money? Making it rain That's, at a club? Yeah. yeah. Spending $80,000 on nothing. Right. Silly. I mean, these girls are probably putting themselves through school. <laughs> And need the money, so I mean, I guess it's going back into the budgets. going back into the economy. Yeah. Lots of glitter needs to be bought. Yeah, but um, I just think there's better ways to spend your money. Yeah, that's just me. <laughs> All right, check us no sports here on ESPN <laughs> Radio. Uh, what is his name? Baby Blue. Blueface. Blueface. Okay. <laughs> uh, wonder if he's any good. I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Maybe you can make Blueface my intro song today. <laughs> Whatever Blueface we'll, song we'll it is. We'll look it up. I bet you Andrew knows something about yeah. Blueface. The young people probably yeah, know who yeah, he is. Yeah, the young young ones. What else we got? Okay, I can't read my own handwriting as usual. Mm. The Bears had a new QB this yes, weekend. That's right. Tyson Begant. Begant. Uh, Begant, yeah. Begant. So, by the way, I had two friends texting me information this week that I needed to cover. And my friend Jen wanted me to really talk about this guy. He's a division two, he was a division two college player. That's right. He wasn't drafted. That's right. Um he came out this weekend. He's a backup quarterback for the Bears because Justin mm-hmm. Fields hurt his finger or something. Um he did an amazing job. He did. They scored thirty points and won and ruined everybody's bets because everybody across the country It's always bet- about betting with you. Well I mean <laughs> One of the most easy betting strategies you can have is finding a game where the a bad team like the Bears has a guy that's never started a game in the NFL and then, quarterback and you bet yeah, against them. Right. That and makes that's sense. when the public just loses all their money because this kid just balled out. Well, here's the funny thing about Tyson. He, um, people really under, he was really underrated. He 
played Division Two, but he was a superstar player. I don't even know what school he went to, but Shepherd. He went. He won the equivalent of a of a Heisman Look for the you. Division you Two. Look at knowledge. Harlan Hill Trophy is what it's called, and uh, yes, he was, certainly was the Harlan Hill Trophy Award winner. So just because he went to a Division School too doesn't mean he wasn't obviously he's capable. Yeah, but he was the. I was reading about him uh, over the weekend. He was the West Virginia high school player of the year. His senior year of high school. He had several Division One offers, but uh, he ended up going to Shepherd because it's close to where he's from. He's from Martinsburg, West Virginia, and Shepherd is in Shepherdstown, West Virginia. So he just decided to stay yeah, close to home. That's nice, man. I mean, it was smaller school, smaller class sizes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't know if you're going to get. He didn't get drafted, so you don't know if you're going to, you know, play pro. But. Um, I think this is going to be a great story. He'll be interesting to watch. I think he's playing again this weekend, but Justin Fields should be back. But here's a question. Can they play both of them? Do they always have to play Justin Fields? Can In the NFL, they don't really play both they of them. They don't? Okay. Yeah, I mean, this kid's story is going to last as long as it lasts. But, I mean, Justin Fields was a first-round pick, so they're going to ride with Justin Fields until, until they don't anymore. Well, unless Justin Fields continues to suck. Justin Fields has had a couple flashes. I mean, Thursday Night Football against the Commanders, he was really, really good. Uh, I don't know. The Bears are just... Stop it. They just don't have good... The coach is not good. They need Ditka back. Ditka. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is a good story, though. I I don't know. I mean, the stories of guys from small schools in the NFL are prevalent. I mean, it, it, it really is fascinating that there's... So many guys from so many big schools that make it, but then now how many guys from small schools make it too? I mean, there's all sorts of great players from small schools. Yeah. I mean, this is, he's the, tw- Bagent, Bagent is I think how you say it. He is the uh, 26th undrafted quarterback to start a game in the NFL. Well, good for him. Go Bears. That's all <laughs> I have to say Go about that. Go Bears. The Bears. Uh, Chicken does no sports here on ESPN Radio. All right, what else you got? Okay, so I got another text on, um, I don't know what night this week, from Lauren in Phoenix, who was watching this is the, the Greek Row person? Yes, Arizona Greek Row. Get all of your special sorority gifts. ArizonaGreekRow.com. Really, yeah. You don't know if anyone's child rushed a sorority <laughs> this fall, okay? So, oh man. Anyway, the Diamondbacks were playing because they were playing to get into the World Series. Wow, look at you! You already got all sorts of knowledge this week. I only know that because my friends were texting yeah. me about it and Facebook. But she was very worked up about the fashion sense of these. Major League Baseball players. That they're good or bad? Awful. The hair, the mullets, which I explained, the mullet is back, unfortunately. Oh, well, yeah. I hate it. They also give each other funny haircuts in the playoffs. It's kind of like, oh, like a funny baseball thing. You either have your playoff beard or your playoff haircut, or a lot of times you have both. So then she, well, speaking of hair, so Brandon Marsh, okay, he yeah. plays for some other giant. No, I don't know what team. Google it. Anyway, his hair. Brandon Marsh plays for the Phillies. I was going to say, was it Philly? I was going to say the Eagles, but that's football. (laughs) Yeah, no, the Phillies. The actual Phillies. Yeah, Philadelphia Phillies. (laughs) So in between innings, he dumps massive amounts of water on his hair. Andrew was also telling me about this yesterday. Okay. Because he wants it to look greasy. Mm. He only washes it one time per month. Whoa. And he thinks that looks good. Man. Now... Maybe the chicks dig that because he's a millionaire baseball player, but I guarantee you if he was just an average guy on the street, that hair would not pull any uh, women, man. okay? So guys, I mean, don't copy this. I see guys with greasy long hair in Missoula all the time that have women. 
Right. <laughs> like you always say, there's a what there's is a, it? A, a pot for every lid. A lid for every pot. A lid for. I, why do I always mess that up? A lid for every pot. This yeah. guy, his hair looks disgusting, <laughs> and it's just gross. Well, we've regressed to the point of analyzing Major League Baseball hairstyles. Who are the Diamondbacks playing in the World Series? I don't know. Texas Rangers. <laughs> but the other complaint. World my, Series starts tonight. By the way. My friend had was that they wear these giant um, diamond necklaces and yeah. ropes. Yeah, big ropes. Ropes, and and I don't understand that either. The ropes are like energy centering things. Oh, really? Yeah, there's actually like some there's a theory. Okay, physiology. It's baseball oriented. Really? Yeah, I don't know. They okay. think it like balances their chakras or something. Okay, well now Lauren probably feels dumb because she was very worked <laughs> up about these big diamond ropes. <laughs> well, the diamonds and the ropes are two different things. Maybe there's diamond ropes now. I don't know. She just called them diamond ropes. I don't, uh, you know, you'd be shocked by this, but I don't necessarily, uh, you don't necessarily, I don't necessarily analyze the uh, the styles and uh, right. I, I, the- that does not surprise me one bit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just watching when they're playing baseball. Right. Uh, Check those sports here on ESPN Radio, presented by Buff City Soap. Uh, if you need some holiday gifts, Buff City Soap has you covered. They got uh, delicious smelling fragrances, especially for men. The lotions that you gave me are awesome. Yeah, but listen to what they've got going on this weekend. Only through October 29th, 27th to 29th. If you spend $50 at Buff City Soap, you uh, get free soap for a year with whoa. purchase. So How does that even work? Sounds awesome. This Friday through Sunday only, spend $50 and choose one free soap or bath bomb or shower fizzy with purchase every month for a year. Whoa. So every time you go in there and buy something, you get a free soap, fizzy, shower fizzy or bath bomb. Sounds pretty good. Only this weekend through the 29th at Buff City Soap, Northgate Plaza. Follow them on Buff City Soap Missoula on Instagram and you won't be sorry. (laughs) You won't be sorry. God, you missed your calling. To what? I don't know. I, I can't actually follow that up. Uh, whatever the people used to be on the phone lines when you used to dial the one eight one nine hundred. Oh, numbers. you won't be sorry. <laughs> Call me now. Not with this nasal voice. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, check those those sports. What else you got? That's it. You told me we had to be short this week. Okay, short and sweet. Right, well, we didn't even get to... Travis and... The stupid handshakes that these... Right. Travis... No, Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes are doing handshakes now. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. Do you think they practiced that before or they just like well, just made it know, up like, on the spot? I want to know like which writer that's writing this script of this fake story mm-hmm. implemented that. Like now you guys do a, a fancy handshake. It's like, you know, at what point did the Illuminati think we need... This? This. Well, let's tell you, the Eras Tour movie has now made her a billionaire. Oh, my gosh. So... How about the fact that Jake from State Farm is just kicking it in the box sometimes, too? Who is this guy? He just gets... He's just on the commercial with Patrick Mahomes, and now he's just sitting in the box? I don't know, but I have a whole theory about Jake from State Farm. What's that? I just picture him, like, coming home after a long day at State Farm, (laughs) throwing his red polo shirt off and just getting a bottle of whiskey and crying. He's like... When you see him in, in like not on the commercial, he's like huge. 
Is he? He's like jacked. Oh, really? The first time I saw him in the box with all these people, I was like, is he a, is that an athlete? Is that a Who is that guy? And I was like, oh, no, it's Jake from State Farm that's in all the commercials with Patrick Mahomes. Do you think he'll ever break out of, it's sort of like flow from Progressive? <laughs> I think about this all the time. How weird would it be to be Flo or the other weirdo guy from Progressive or like the AT&T gal? Yeah. Like nobody knows who you actually are. You're just like the AT&T gal. Right. And then when the commercial's going to be done, then what do you do? Like, I mean, Flo's been the Progressive person for like 20-something years. And nobody even knows who that person is besides that. It would be so weird. She was in a movie called The Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller <laughs> years and years and years ago because my friend and I were watching it and she's like, is that Flo? Man. But yeah, no, these two, I mean, but... They're set for life. I mean, I'm sure they they are making a boatload of money. It would be weird to be famous, but it would, it would being famous for being yourself is not nearly as weird as being famous for being like a, a fictional character. character. Do you know what I mean? But all actors are. Thank you, Carolyn. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports presented by Aspen Sound, Buff City Soap, Hot House Yoga, and The Hype House. We'll be right back. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a, a, a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultilaw.com. ESPN Radio. Next time you're in, I promise we'll have more time for lessons. But thanks for hanging out today, man. Hey, let's do it, man. We're, we're almost going to get back into our weekly Friday flow. Can't wait. Football's coming to an end. The space opens up and we get back to Freestyle Fridays. Right, Jim Seabrook will be live on the radio tomorrow from yes, 11 sir. until noon. The girls play Northern Colorado at 1. I will see you next week. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful weekend. Be good. It's been New Honest Now, ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home 
and uh, I saw some kids running around with I love shirt it. on, and it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you, but when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now <laughs> for the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that, but... um. You know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just want to make sure uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all grizz all the time.